Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. But I'm only going to get this one chance. Just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen. But I don't know what. If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is bananas, as you say, I'm not taking any chances. You are just one of the I'm Ron. This is Braden. Welcome to Commanders Uncensored. No more timeouts for the Texans. And Gibson has got room. Can he slides wisely? We'll be back to wrap things up as the Texans fall to 1-8-1. Productive day for the Commanders, who take it 23-10. And just like that, the Washington Commanders are now 6-5 with the 23-10 win over the Houston Texans. Hit them with it, Braden. How you feeling? I feel good. I feel good. I feel hype. Awesome win. Great uh, win. That was a great win. Yep. The what was, what was the one stat? I forget what it was. Um, I know the Texans only had one first down at halftime, and well, they only had like they had like five. Was it five rushing yards or five passing yards? That's something crazy in like a singular digit number in one of those kind of passing or maybe total yards. I don't know, but it was insane. Like at halftime, yeah, our defense right now. This is the defense that I thought we were going to have last year. Mm-hmm. This defense is lights out right now. Yep, and it should only get more like hyped and better when Chase Young comes back. Not like not not even if the talent wise. Isn't even there. It's just his name and him being back on the field is just like a hype moment. Absolutely. So to recap this game, though, 23 to 10, but there could have been another score at the end of the game. Antonio Gibson, he just slides to run the clock down, right? Mm -hmm. So some people, you know, might complain they only got 23 points. They could have scored more. This was previous week, you know what I mean, versus the Eagles. It was like, I told you. I felt good about that win, and I didn't care if it was a win or a loss because I thought that they played well. And then this was what I've been looking for. This was a complete win from the start to the end. There was really no doubt. It, it just it was that snowball effect, right? You roll it down, it's small, it gets bigger, it gets bigger, it gets bigger. Yep. By the fourth quarter, this game was over. It was clear who was the better team. It was clear who was going to win this game. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think right at halftime, they said, I mean, the first drive Houston got, they threw a pick six. <laughs> You're right. That was that was great. I, I Real quick, so I want to focus on the offense. So this is the blueprint. Like, we talked about this before, and this, and, and I said I felt bad for Wentz before because this was not the blueprint for him. They had him throwing way too many times, but that is whatever. But this is the blueprint this is how this team will succeed this team is built on defense so if you have a defensive team you are smart then to control the clock to run the ball they had 40 runs again in this game 
They had 49 the previous week. They have 40 in this one. You had Antonio. He got 18. You had Robinson got 15. You had Samuel get two. I mean, and, and they had everybody running the ball. Yeah. They had Dotson with one, Heineke with three, and McLaurin with one. And I got to be honest, I like the running, but I did start to think like, wait a minute, this is starting to be a little much. I mean, you have everybody on the team running the ball. Yeah. Um, I like Samuel because he's he's got that wiggle. He's got that shift. He's got those moves. Yep. Like, Dotson and McLaurin, I feel like you are kind of setting them up for failure when you're giving them the running. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they don't I, necessarily have those moves as a running back would have, and they definitely are built like running backs, and you are kind of putting them in danger. Yeah. I don't know if Scott Turner's doing that just to kind of just have fun and let everyone get involved, or if that's maybe it's trying to like just confuse the defense and get everyone involved just by confusing them. And, like, saying, hey, you know, we can all, – all of our receivers can run the ball, not just Curtis Samuel or, you know, a running back. So, yeah, I don't know if that was just part of the game plan or him just trying to have fun with it or what. Maybe. And that, and that you know, maybe – I think it maybe fall more in the, oh, you know, they want us to run the ball. Well, then this is what we're going to do. And it's like – Pump the brakes a little bit, dude. Like, you still got to run it with the right personnel. Yeah, I was going to say, um, even though we've been running the ball more, it's like, I don't want to, because they've been running the ball well and a lot, so it's been effective. So I don't want to come on here and say they're doing it wrong, but it just, feel, it still feels like they're not doing it, like, the perfect, like, the right, it's, it's so much that shotgun stuff still. And it's, it's more, it's they the last two weeks since they played Philly has been more under center, but. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to see more under center stuff and keep sticking with the under center running and, you know, not the shotgun bullcrap and everything. And but most importantly, just consistent running the ball. I like how they're running the ball forty times a game. I, I, I would rather have them do that instead of complain about how they run the ball. Exactly. Like I, you know, I'm not complaining. I just don't want to see somebody like Terry or Dotson. Like you know, Dotson's coming off of an injury. You know, you maybe don't necessarily need him taking hits by defensive linemen you know what i mean like wide receivers are supposed to be catching the ball so a defensive lineman does not hit them that's all i'm that that's my only critique there is don't put your smaller players in a position to get hit by someone way bigger than them that doesn't have that move that wiggle to avoid that direct hit that that that's it that's it but no I'm 100% happy with the win. I like the balance. Like I said, this is the blueprint. But maybe you could take that Dotson and that McLaurin run out of there. It was one and one. Like you said, maybe they're just trying to give them one to keep the defense honest. And that's, it's whatever. But how about Logan Thomas, right? This was a guy two seasons ago. You looked at him, and he used to be a uh, college quarterback, right? And and he became a tight end, and I thought was a really good tight end. Yep. He blows his ACL out, unfortunately. Um, dirty hit. I didn't forget that, Raiders. And this was finally, and this is what I, like, so many people now, they just don't understand the normal person right the acl is at least 12 months 
but because you have a couple of total freaks out there that can do it in eight, nine, ten months. Yeah. They think everybody can. Yeah, ever since Adrian Peterson came back and, you know, rushed for a crazy amount and, like, almost won the MVP or whatever, everyone thinks, you know, that it's possible in nine months now. And, no, it's not possible. They expect it now. Yeah, yeah. And this was his best game. Yeah, I, I even think I remember watching the game. I could be wrong, but I, it's weird. I, like, I, I think I remember seeing him. I, I could be wrong, but did he not wear a knee brace that game? I was, it, yes, he took it off. Yeah, I was going to say. And I, it felt like he even looked faster, honestly. But I just felt like he just looked more like healthy. Like I was like, oh, wow, he has a knee brace off. Like I actually noticed that. Yeah, and, and there's some players who don't want that on. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so like, I, know Chase, I know Chase Young ha- is going to have one, and it just feels weird for someone like Chase Young to have one. And so they know, like, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll have one on, but I, I can see him taking his off down the road too and stuff. But I think if you are a running back, or if you are a wide receiver, a tight end, you probably don't want that because that is locking kind of your knee in place where you can't plant that foot say it's your outside foot and then you want to make that move in where your knee kind of buckles a little bit to give you that leverage you know what i mean and then you you make your cuts that's how you make a cut right you're running straight at the defender and then you make a cut so your knee kind of bends where that that brace is not allowing it to do that because it doesn't want to put that strain on the acl so he takes it off because he probably realizes i don't have i can't I can't do that cut like I, I want to do. It's stiff. It's like a stiff leg. Mm-hmm. So he goes five for 65. Dude, those are not amazing numbers at all. But you know what? Those are amazing numbers to me because it's showing me that this guy's getting healthy. Yep. And he had that one nice catch. Like, he reached full extension out for it. Like, uh, that flag route or whatever. It was real nice. Yeah, I, dude, he's one, when, when, when he's on. He is one of my guys, like one mm-hmm. of the top, and he is a quarterback's best friend because he's that big tight end. When yep. you look downfield and, you know, you need a check down, that's where you're going. Yep. So, once again, this team is getting healthy. This team is starting to snowball at the right time. You don't want to peak at the beginning. You want to peak at the end. This team's starting to peak. How about uh, Forrest? Another interception. How about Fuller? Yeah, he got his. Let's give him a couple. Give him a couple. Woo! Yeah. Dude, our safeties right now are, like, in the top four in the league as far as the PFF grades and whatever. Mm -hmm. These guys are making plays. Yeah. Yeah, And that three three safety thing, I guess, you know, has been working (laughs) with what they've been – I guess all along, Landon Collins was the right option. They're they're playing amazing, these three. Forrest came out of nowhere this year, and he's freaking on fire. Yeah, I like the dude's attitude. I mean, it's 100%. Like I said, if you are running around the ball, good things will happen. Yep. And I got to feel good for Fuller because I like him, right? And, and mm-hmm. he has it. Like I said, this defense, if you look at the numbers, you know what I mean, as far as how many interceptions do they have, how many sacks do they yeah. have, blah, 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 and all this and all that, 
you might go, ah, this defense is nothing, but that's not it. Like, it's a total group effort. Mm -hmm. They are. They just killed the yards. And the numbers are now starting to come. Yeah. Montez Sweat, he was, I believe, you know, what he had three sacks uh, before this game, and he got, I think, three, right? Something. Like, I think he's at around six now. And some people would consider him like, oh, he's not living up to his potential or he's a bust, this and that. Like, no, he's coming on. Yep. These guys, this defensive line is getting fresher. John, they couldn't. That one guard could not hold Jonathan Allen all game. Like Jonathan Allen was just bullying him and pushing him back. Like it looked like you know varsity against the JV right there. Yeah, it, it was embarrassing to be a Texans fan, especially if you looked around the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny because I thought Washington had that problem. Like, yeah. and I thought maybe they were the only ones that really had that problem. Yeah. I know. We're going into some sort of recession, I guess, right? And people don't want to spend money, and everything costs so much money now. But that was that was actually worse than Washington. It was, I don't even think, was it a quarter full at stadium? Yeah, it was bad. And it was almost all Washington fans. Yep. So, that's, that, that is a definition of insanity to me almost. It ain't you just keep doing things over and over, but it's like, when we go to Washington to go watch a game, you have the opposite fans coming in, right? No matter what team it is, they take over our stadium, and here, hell, we took over one. I don't even know how that happened, but me neither. <laughs> I'll take it. I guess when you start winning, you know, your fans will show out. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the Ridgeway play? Oh, when he picked the guy up? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. As soon as he did it, I was like, dude, he gave him the power bomb. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I got the WWE. He's got to get the. He's got to get the Ric Flair. I mean, dude, that was WWE. You know, people do want to say whatever about that. I mean, what do you expect the man to do? He tried. He picked him up. He didn't power bomb him. He did move him to the side and drop him. I didn't didn't slam the guy. I I was more mad about the. The Vikings game, that flag, then that one. I I didn't mind that flag. I was like, you can give them the yards. That was that was pretty cool and worth it. Yeah. Um, special teams again this week were great. Joey Sly, another three for three performance. I feel like you can't talk about him much. You know, you can't jinx your kicker. <laughs> Our boy, Tressway. Yeah, he's always on fire. He's the MVP. Yep. MVP. MVP. Mad. My man's great. Like once again, when you're winning, you will realize it is normally done this way. Complete team win. Mm-hmm. Defense did their job. Offense did their job. Special teams did their job. Everyone did their job, and this was an Easy win. Finally, an easy win. Yep. So this Sunday at 1 o'clock, Washington is going to play the Falcons. So before this game, during this game, whatever you want to say, um, before the game, though, outside of the stadium, I guess, the team is going to 
reveal a Sean Taylor memorial. It is the 15th anniversary of that shooting and of his death, which it's kind of insane. 15 years has gone by. I was four years old. That's that's insane. So I know I've told this story before, but for those who haven't heard it, so um, a family friend is a Buffalo fan. So at the beginning of the season, you know, when the tickets, probably preseason, right, the tickets go out for sale, and I look at the schedule, and, you know, I look over it and I go, oh, Buffalo is playing in Washington this year. And we buy tickets. So six of us want to go down. And I pack up the grill. I mean, we are at the stadium at probably 8 in the morning. And I find, and back then, it was uh, 15 years ago. I don't even know if they had all these pay for parking, like, half a mile away from like they do now. Like, so we didn't pay to get like in like the orange lot and the green lot. Like we sat out at one of the warehouses out in the back and we were like one of the first ones there. And then it fills in and everybody's barbecuing and we're drinking and we're listening to music and you're playing games and it is just a great time. And we go into the stadium and then we go into the stadium and well, first let me rewind. So we like I said, bought these tickets like preseason. And then that horrible news about Sean Taylor, you know, getting shot and mm-hmm. passing away happened. And I immediately thought like, wow, this is insane. Like we're going to this game. Like we didn't buy these tickets to go to the game for this reason. We just bought the tickets because we wanted to go watch the Redskins against the Bills. Yep. Because I'm a Redskins fan. The family feel, you know what I mean? Like, they're Bills, and I we like to talk smack to one another. And now we're going to something that is going down in history. I mean, this is a big event. So, we get in line. We go through. Um, you know, I get my Sean Taylor. Everybody gets their white 21 um, towels. And somebody totally conned your mom and you know, walked up, was like, I didn't get mine. And, and the lady uh, at the turnstile was like, I gave you yours and your mom felt bad. So she's like, here, you can have mine. And I wanted to wring her neck, but I didn't. And so I still had mine in my pocket, whatever. We go, we get our seats. And so, like I said, this party started about eight in the morning, right? And we're in there 10 minutes probably. I mean, the game just starts, right? And Washington goes out with 10 players instead of 11 on defense. And, um, you know, everybody's waving their white towels around. The stadium is completely full. Imagine that. Have you ever been to a FedEx field that's completely full? Not only completely full, but completely full almost with all Redskins fans. It was glorious. Everywhere you looked, it was Redskins fans. The white towels were waving around. Dude, it was such a great moment. And I look over to the right, and I see your mom, and she doesn't even smoke, but her friend smokes, and they'd been drinking, so she grabs a cigarette, and they're fire up a cigarette. And uh, the, the guy with the son to the right of them gives them a dirty look. She looks at me and goes, why is this guy giving me a dirty look? And I said, 
Well, it's probably because you're freaking smoking. She goes, what? You're not allowed to smoke in there? I said, no, you idiot. You can't smoke. You're in a stadium. There's designated areas of smoke. You can't. You can't sit out here in the freaking population where we're trying to watch the game and fire up a cigarette. She goes, really? <laughs> so her and her friends, they leave, they go off, and they miss pretty much a half of the game, wherever they got to, whatever. But I sat there and I watched it, and it was great. And it sucked at the end because they lost by a field goal. But almost, I mean, more than three-quarters of that game they were winning. But it's just... It's funny because this is the 15th anniversary, right? This is the day of, you know, Sean Taylor. And I have, you know I mean, hanging up here, I got that. I framed it up. You know what I mean? I was there, and I remember Sean playing, and he didn't have a long career, which sucks because I would have liked to seen what, you know, came out of that career. But that, that little bit that I saw, I mean, my man, he was nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a hundred. I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of people that don't even know that if he was not a Redskin, there's a lot of Redskin fans that wouldn't like him. I mean, my man mm-hmm. was nasty. He'd spit, he'd spit right in your face. But me as a Redskins fan, I'm going to defend him. You know what I mean? He was a beast on that field. So this week, they're going to give that statue. I 100% think that stadium, whoever's there, half, three quarters, all the way full, whatever it is, it's not going to be 100% full for a little disclosure, but Whomever's there, I do believe it will be majority Washington fans, and I do think that stadium is going, even if it's a lower, you know, that lower bowl, it doesn't matter. That's really what the fans hear, and I think it's going to be rocking Sunday. You think? Yeah, I do. I think that stadium will be rocking Sunday. Mm. Well, it hasn't really been rocking all year, but now that they're hot, the one, what, four other last five? Mm-hmm. The Sean Taylor, you know, memorials going up. So yeah, there's there's a big chance. Um, what they play Atlanta this week, and then aren't what they on, they're on the road right away after that. I believe right. Yeah, New York, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get it rocking this week because then we got a bye week after New York. So get it popping here. I think it's I. I'm telling you, and I, and I think a lot of people are expecting. That we can, well, we should be a lane or can beat them too. So gives you another reason to get to the game, you know. When you're winning, people will come. Yep. People see this right now. And not everyone sees it, but there's more people that's starting to see it, right? Yep. There's more people. So I go on Twitter and I see, and I told you this, I see the, well, Heineke can't do this. Hold up. And Heineke can't do that. And Heineke can't do this. And he can't do that. And he can't do this. And he can't do that. Well, hit him with the Heineke. Heineke! Heineke! You know what Heineke does? You know what he's done, at least? He's been winning. He's winning. And maybe it's not him, right? Maybe if Carson Wentz was in there, maybe if Sam Howell was in there, 
and maybe if the coaches called this same game plan with them, they would win. But you know what? They didn't. Yep. And you can't blame the player. You got to take it for what it is. They are winning right now. This guy is winning. So whatever the reason is, is it him? Is it the coaching? Has it changed? I don't care. They're winning. And that, Ron Rivera said that. They said, why are you going with Heineke instead of Wentz? And he goes, winning. <laughs> One word answer, winning. They're winning. You don't take a winner. Like, they're winning. Yeah. You're going to take him off the field? Nope. I already told you, Terry McLaurin, Chase Young, dude, when they are on the plane and they're partying with you, and when they go to that podium, and every chance they get, they have your back. That tells me all I need to know. It doesn't mean the next guy is not as good, not as talented, not nothing. It doesn't tell me anything about the next guy. It tells me about who they're speaking about. And they said the team rallies around Heineke. Yep. We don't we don't have uh... Yeah, it doesn't matter really about what Heineke's stats are. If, as, yeah, as long as they're winning, I think. Yeah, the team. We're, I mean, they're playing for a playoff spot, so to sit here and ask who should be the quarterback is kind of. It's like, it's it's just an obvious answer. We're we're one and fourth wins. We're winning with Heineke. I don't care about the stats or the game plan. You know, you you, you can't. You you don't have time to focus on one player and try to build them. You have you know you have to worry about the team and try to get them in the playoffs right now. And Heineke gives you the best chance, and he's been proving it. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. So, for anyone that needs to hear this in Commanders Nation, who wants to argue and wants to tell you everything this guy can't do, stop with the negativity. Stop. Listen. Listen to the players on the field. Listen to the number one receiver, the guy catching the passes from the quarterback. And who does he want on that field? And whoever he wants on that field, you should want on that field. That's the end of the argument. That's it. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. What's his opinion? We know who he wants. So how does Washington win this week, Braden? How do they win? I would say follow the blueprint. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they they have, you know, two wins back-to-back. And they ran the ball a lot, so obviously stick with that. Um, my concern, the only concern I have, because I, I think Atlanta's a pretty easy team, the record is not that bad, though. But my only concern is is Marcus Mariota and him scrambling. That's it. I don't, his arm doesn't scare you or anything. So, But they did a great job with Jalen Hurts, you know, not letting him scramble and everything. So I think they'll be fine with that. But I think if, if they're having a hard time um, containing Mariota in the pocket, then, you know, they could be in trouble. But I think that won't be an issue. No, our defensive line has 100% been containing well so last year the major concern that i had and others had you know what i mean like if you spoke to or you watched anything on tv you know 
they weren't going in as a unit, right? It was they were totally like the defensive ends would be ahead of the you know tackles and this and that, and there was lanes for people to step up. And when they all go together, you take away those lanes, which kind of leads me so. The offensive blueprint is the blueprint, right? Continue to try to control the time of possession. Continue to be a balanced offense. Run the ball when you need, like, run it, you know, and pass it, balance. And then on defense, the defense is on fire the way they are playing. So you don't, you don't, like, what you have been doing the last two games, you really don't need to change. Um, And... Chase Young is apparently cleared. A lot of people have these high expectations, and I want to say, chill. I don't. Yeah. This is this is his rehab season. Don't yeah. expect much. I've already I said this at the beginning of the year to you, right? Like, don't expect much. If he gets ten snaps, if he gets on the field, I'm sure this is the Sean Taylor game, right? Mm-hmm. And this dude, Chase Young, is a defender. He probably wants to have that moxie like Sean Taylor had. So expect him to get out there right away because he wants those fans to idolize him the way we do Sean Taylor. And he's going to go out there, but don't expect him to be out there more than 50% of the game. I would say don't even expect him to be out there 20%. He is going to slow roll this back in. Mm -hmm. And it's fine because we are winning without him. Yep. So you bring him back slowly. There's no big rush. We don't need him. We're winning without him. Yep. So why rush this guy back? You know what I mean? And then Carson Wentz, for those who do not know Carson Wentz, was actually cleared to practice. And he is on the active roster. Mm -hmm. I was actually surprised because I thought when Carson Wentz came back, he would be the number two quarterback. Carson Wentz is the number three quarterback. Now, that might change next week, but for this week, do not expect if anything happens and there's an injury and Heidi goes down, do not expect Wentz on the field. Yeah, I think. I think, yeah, by next week, it'll be Wentz as number two. That's my opinion. I don't think that's nothing to sit here and be like, oh, my goodness, you know. I just I think that's just the injury. Just who cares? We're fine. We're just gonna let him rest another week. We're not gonna. We're not. He's not playing anyway. So who really cares? And these are professional organizations, and you can say what you want because the average fan actually believes that these organizations have the the same mindset as fans, and they actually have your best interest. But the fact of the matter is. In that trade, there was a clause if Carson Wentz plays 70%, then we do give up a second instead of a third. And if Heineke gets hurt, they do not want Wentz to go in this week because at this point, it is clear Washington is going to protect their second-round pick. So Wentz will not get in this week. Yep, which is smart. It's absolutely smart, is it? And it's the right decision, right? Yep. My last question for you, how are those black and red Jordans going to look? We'll see. You think you think they're going to be mainly black? You think mainly red? You think white and black? Red? 
I think all black Jordans would cut out trim in the red with the with the Jordan symbol, you know what I mean? And then the, like that little strip that goes down the ankle, the back, that's the red. But it's all black with red trim. Yeah. Yeah, they look, I mean, anything that dude wears, it's fresh. So it don't matter. And those black and red Jordans are the original because that's the Chicago Bulls. Michael Jordans. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. They're going to look hot. I like it. All right. Washington is going to win this game this week. Washington is going to win this game 23-17. 23-17? I have it being... I have it being... I have it being, uh, I'll say 27-16. Okay. Washington wins? Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know, 24-16. Falcons are scoring 16 points, 24-27. It, yeah, it doesn't. Whatever. Yeah. Washington wins it. I'm just trying to be exactly right. <laughs> I mean, I, I told you, Falcons, 16 points. I, and I said 17, so, yeah, we're right in that ballpark. Yeah. Alright, I was thinking about bringing Baby back in, but I don't know. Maybe we'll leave him off for for now. What do you want to do? You want to leave him off or you want to bring him in? It's up to you, Brady. Nah, they've been winning. So he stays out? Yeah, yep. Alright. Well, in that case, this has been... Commanders Uncensored. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying goodnight. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight.